Welcome into the extra spooky edition, the Halloween edition of Name That News. I am your host, Mark Menard, along with my co-host, Zach Clark. Are you feeling spooky today, Zach? I am, but this is not a mask. I'm just ugly. So, <laughs> Well, that makes two of us. But <laughs> aside from going out and trick-or-treating and scaring all the kids as I walk my own kids around, do you have any plans for Halloween tonight? No, I'll be doing the same thing you are. You and I have kids about the same age, so uh, it's here's the difference between the two of us, though. Uh, it's about 35 degrees here today. You're in Detroit. I'm down in New Orleans. It did cool down, and that's a good thing because, of course, my kids picked long-sleeve, long-pants costumes with hoods and capes. So uh, we were hoping it would cool down a little bit and we wouldn't have to tote around a, a six-pack of ice water with us, but I think we're going to be okay. Instead, I have to fight my kid to put a coat on over his costume. That'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> the kids don't like to put the coats on over the costume. They want to show it off. They don't want to hide it. Sometimes you have to suffer for your art, right? That's what we do here on Name That News. We suffer for our art, and our art is bringing you the best clips we could find from the week that was in news and editing them just a smidge, just a scotch, because we want you to be able to guess what they were talking about. We're going to get, take a little something essential out of there. You can listen to the clip, and if you get it right, you get that little dopamine hit of a job well done. Pat yourself on the back, and uh, there will be no cash prize. I'm sorry. Not this week and uh, not for the foreseeable future. But, hey, you can play along with us and see if you can do better than we do. That's also a nice little dopamine hit when you do better than someone else. So let's get right to it. I'm leading us off this week. We're going out to the West Coast. And we're going to KCBS in San Francisco. You know, in my research, about one-third of the people I talk with in any study say that they really seek this kind of entertainment out and enjoy it. Another one-third says they avoid it systematically and they don't like it. And then there's another third that say, well, I really have to know what's coming, and then I can tell you whether I want to see it or not. So what type of entertainment is so darn polarizing? Is it A, horror movies along the theme of Halloween? Is it B, rom-coms or is it c pornography man what a list so here's how this game works we're always trying to trick each other and sometimes the trick is like a double or triple trick well, like you think one thing so you go left but it's actually right the original thought so it's halloween right so i'm, I'm going right to horror movies and in the clip they talk about like situational things where like if you know what's going on and, and whatnot i don't think it's rom-coms i know this show i'm saying it's porn c see this week the trick was a trick-or-treat. It is horror movies. You were you were right. You were on the track. And then you slipped away. You let it get away from you. You overthought it a little bit. It is horror movies. People don't like to be scared. But then some people do like to be scared. And then some people like to be scared only a little bit. They want to know what's coming. I feel like that's cheating yourself. You don't want to, like, experience a roller coaster before you're on the roller coaster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you want the element of surprise. That's why it's scary, right? I mean, it's not like we believe that some of these things are real. I mean, some people do, but I think the the real thing is the jump scare. And and that's what so many of these, these movies had. I'll be honest with you, Mark. I hate being surprised or scared. I don't like roller coasters. I don't like horror movies. I don't, I don't like my heart rate to spike. I just don't. Here's the thing. I love horror movies. I have since I was a kid. I'm not a fan of jump scares. I think that they're cheap. I feel like you need to set the atmosphere. You need to creep me out a little bit with maybe things in the background even, just something that you know that you catch out the corner of your eye. Those kind of things are better for me than a jump scare. A jump scare seems like it's a cheap pop, and you're taking the easy way out. I'm just not a fan. You can have one or two. That's fine. But when it's like every like 15 minutes or so, no. Now I'm desensitized, and I don't care. 
I almost had a heart attack when I watched The Ring for the first time. Let's stay in California for this one, Mark. This comes to us from our friends at KNX in Los Angeles. There's a recent national survey that finds California is one of the worst states when it comes to kids with... Alrighty, Mark, what is wrong with the kids in California? Is it A, the seawater is causing hair loss? Is it B, they are out of touch with reality? Or is it C, their teeth are rotting? Wow. Three interesting options here. Out of touch with reality? I feel like that's not just the kids in California. That's everybody in California, uh, at least above a certain tax bracket and certainly the ones you see on reality TV. We're going to toss that one aside. Rotten teeth and losing hair. Both of those are disturbing in their own way. I'm going to go with, you know, there's a lot of urban myths about what causes hair loss, and I think a lot of them aren't true. I'm going to go with their teeth are rotting. Mark, you are correct. That is the problem right now that California children are facing. Uh, they have a substantially high number of kids with cavities, which to me is odd because I know the tax bracket you mentioned, um, you know, there's a wide gap there in California, but I figured they would not be on this list. But here we are. Well, we are in a California state of mind this week. I went to San Francisco, then you came back down to, to Cali, and we're staying in Cali with this one from KNX in Los Angeles and some art that is being saved. Remember that mural of in downtown L.A. that almost got taken down? Well, Margaret Carrero tells us that a video game company has stepped up to save it for at least a year. We saved it for a year. We did a philanthropic donation to the landlord. So what celebrity is the subject of this Los Angeles mural saved from destruction? Is it A, Tupac? Is it B, Kobe Bryant? Or is it C, Jim Morrison? So this is a great question. These three people, unfortunately, have one very sad thing in common, that they all died way too young. Two of them are Californians. I think Jim Morrison was born in Florida, but I, I don't remember. But definitely Tupac. And, and Kobe uh, is from Pennsylvania. But, I mean, one of the most legendary Lakers of all time video game, though. That's what I wonder. They said it was philanthropic, which, you know, great. But was this like an NBA 2K thing, and and that's why they did this? I think Kobe was on the cover a couple of years ago. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it was B, Kobe Bryant. Your deductive reasoning was successful this time. You got it right. It is Co in fact, it's a mural of Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna, who both you know tragically died in a helicopter crash. It is the video game company 2K. And NBA 2K24, the upcoming edition, will once again feature Kobe Bryant on the cover. And I guess the the, uh, the founders, the owners of 2K, felt like they couldn't let this mural of Kobe get destroyed. And in honor of the subject of their cover art for the next edition, and who, of course, he's been on the cover a, a number of times in the past, they did a philanthropic donation to the landlord, saving the mural for at least a year. Uh, the amount was not disclosed. The landlord refused to say how much was donated, but it was enough to keep him from doing what he was going to do, which was painting over the mural and then renting that space out for advertising. So mark this down, Mark. I, that is the best my reasoning has ever. I mean, I was spot on. I nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. It'll never happen again, ever. And you know what? I'm impressed. You were right. Jim Morrison was from Florida, but the doors were formed when he was at UCLA. Ah, see, I didn't know that. That's why I threw him in there. And of course, Tupac, legendary West Coast rapper. California love, baby. Tupac and Dr. Dre. 
So let's not start an East Coast, West Coast rap battle here, Mark, but we are going to go for this clip to New York City. Comes to us from 1010 Winds. She posted a video of two during a donut on the subway tracks down here. The caption, though, is what's getting the attention. Quote, treats his woman better than half you other here in the city. There was a lot of beeps in that one, Mark, but each beep is the same word for what it's worth. Who was sharing a donut in the New York City subway? Was it two rats? Was it two New Yorkers dressed as rats? Or was it a person dressed as a rat filming two kids eating a donut? Well, the part that got me, the part that made me chuckle was treats his woman better than most New Yorkers. And so, <laughs> so that tells me it's either A or B, because if it was kids, you wouldn't you wouldn't work it that way. And look, I know from experience down here, post-Hurricane Katrina, that rats can get pretty darn big. And I'm sure that they're just as big, if not bigger, in New York, where they're probably pretty well fed. A donut is a delicacy to anybody. Let's go ahead and say it's rats and not and actual rats, not people dressed as rats. Well, I mean, look, Mark, the rats in New York City are so large that one of them eventually became a kung fu sensei. So there's something to yes. be said for that. Uh, you are right, Mark. The answer is rats. And the quote, the caption from that woman was, this rat treats his woman better than the rest of you New York rats. That's what she said. So she was calling the men of New York rats. And I love this video. I've seen it. It's called the garbage, uh, the, the donut rat. So if, if you get a chance, donut rat. It's hilarious. Donut rat. I will look that up and then I will share that with my wife tonight as a Halloween treat that will scare the, the bejesus out of her. So now we come to the point of the show that we call the cliffhanger question of the week. It was a question like the other questions, except we don't answer it just yet. We make you stew about it for a week. We use it as a hook to bring you back to the show. John Popper will be proud. Before we get to this week's cliffhanger question, we do have to finally give you the answer to last week's cliffhanger question that you've been hanging on to for seven days. Uh, this clip came to us from WBBM in Chicago. We're going to refresh your memory real quick. A North Suburban Animal Shelter's rescue van struck a this morning and now a fundraiser is underway to either repair or replace the van right way rescue in morton grove sends its rescue vans to shelters in rural areas around the country to retrieve dogs and cats and bring them back for adoption so what animal did the animal rescue van hit was it a an alligator was it b a deer was it c a coyote and look i know you've been thinking about this for a week i'm going to give you a quick hint this took place in Nashville, Tennessee, if that helps you out at all. No, see, I think that I think that might be, we're talking about, I think that might be a curveball, too. So what you're trying to get me to do is rule out alligator, which has happened before on this show, and I was wrong. Alligator and Taylor Swift come up a lot on this show. I don't know what it is, but here's the thing. Sometimes it's right, sometimes it's not. You're never really sure. When you talk about overpopulation, uh, there's a ton of deer here in the Midwest. I don't think there are that many uh, in Tennessee. I don't know that. Coyotes are pervasive, and uh, they tend to be nocturnal, which raises your likelihood of hitting them, at least in the middle of the night. Um, I'm going to say C, coyote, but my confidence is low. You should not have any confidence in that answer. It is incorrect. It is deer, actually. The van hit a deer on its way to rescue some other smaller animals. Of course, the irony of the animal rescue van hitting a deer but that's what happened. It was in Nashville, and they hit a deer. All right, Mark. So we've refreshed the folks' memory. Now it's time for this week's cliffhanger. It comes to us also from WBBM in Chicago. You and I are simpatico today. Sales of 
have exploded since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. The market for is growing. Grocery stores noticed the trend. Alrighty, Mark, what is it that's flying off the shelves? Is it A, barrel-proof alcohol, which means it's stronger, higher ABV? Is it B, the opposite, non-alcoholic drinks? Or is it C, sparkling water, which has become very popular? Stronger drinks or less strong drinks or fancy H2O? I would think all of those got bought up during the pandemic, but which one more so than others is the question. My initial gut reaction would say maybe stronger alcohol because people didn't have to go anywhere. You didn't have to worry about driving and you could really get toe up from the flow up, as we used to say back in the day. I might lean towards that, but I'm going to be thinking about it for a week. Yeah. I mean, look, this is one of those things where it's like in college. I think they're all the right answer, but which one is the best answer? The worst kind of question. And in fact, they're probably all correct. And it's just which one is the most correct. Uh, so you have thrown me a curveball this week. And I probably deserve it because I've thrown you a few as well. So we'll think about it for the week and we will come back next week and give you the answer after you've uh, sat and stewed about it for a while. But until then, special thanks to Brian Fisher who helps put the show together. Special thanks to you for joining us. If you like what you heard, then please pound that subscribe button, bookmark us on your browser, set a reminder on your calendar because we're here every single Tuesday, Halloween or not, with another new episode of Name That News.